Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I have returned tonight once again as your host and DM. I feel very good about this. I mean, I'm ready. I've been taking some time preparing, you know, uh, and I'm joined by a lovely cast of characters tonight. To my left, we have Dave playing Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. What? It's so good to be back. Jarrell's dick just got Who? Yeah. <laughs> He's cumin all over himself. He's cumin hey, there it is. <laughs> oh, that was pretty quick. <laughs> uh, context, John dumped a bunch of cumin on himself in my kitchen earlier tonight. Yeah. Right. Had a I mean, spicy accident. I wanted that to happen, and, and I wasn't even like mentally there for it. Right. And speaking of John. Not as good as it sounds. John is sitting right to the to the left of Dave, and he's playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Uh, extremely jealous, um, but also in Jarrell's mind, I told you this thing was dangerous. Now look where we are. Right. Uh, to his left, Massimo playing Morton Mac, aka Gorgeous Mort. Good evening, friendos. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. To his left. Zach playing Peridot Lincolnwoods. Let's fuck this chicken. <laughs> to his left, James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and last but never least, Mike playing Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Thank you for joining us, countrymen. <laughs> and and somewhere in the background, that was Kingsley acknowledging yeah. Quinn's uh, excellent title. Mm-hmm. Said countrymen. Said countrymen, yes. <laughs> Uh, so when we last left the party, as you may have heard in our recap last week, um, they were suspended. Rattling around inside. In midair. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- many of them r- rattling around inside a, uh, now crashing airship as its wings were singed off. Uh, can you really, when- can you really be suspended while you're careening? Well, listen, we're... I mean, it depends on how fast you're going sus- down, okay, right? We're suspended in time <laughs> while you are careening oh, okay, down okay, to okay. the earth. I got so, you. yeah, you can be, yeah. to answer your question. Mid-careen. Yeah. We, we suspended the plot mid-careen. mid-careen. Yeah. Correct. Right. Coming yes. back from the cliffhanger. Duke right. boy style. <clears throat> right. right. <laughs> um, and we're going we're gonna to kind of do this in a series of beats, right? Because, like, it's all happening really quickly, but at this point... When you realize that your options are almost like like very limited, like try to buckle in. 
either like buckle in, <laughs> uh, which you already Find tried to do and failed, yeah, yeah. and that's why people are swinging around. Uh-huh. Uh, jumping out of this thing is probably not advised given how high in the air you are. Unless you can fly. So we're just going <laughs> to open it back up into this thing is now plummeting back towards Telduria. Can we try to get drunk and land the thing upside down like that Denzel Washington movie? How many seconds do we have? <laughs> Let's start this off right. Pound <laughs> uh, beer. You know what? <laughs> you guys beer. have freezer beer. Twenty seconds. Can we invert the bird? Okay, nineteen seconds. Uh, <laughs> and Parado gets drunk. We're gonna roll initiative. Oh, oh shit! Okay. For all of us who are actually here. Yep. Fuck I'm just fucks. chilling. You can put hot on your ass. Don't worry, this is going to go quickly. It will. Did we, we also explain that we leveled up mid uh, mid Kareen? Or is that something that we do off mic? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Hold on. Let me don't let me let me roll this back a little bit because I don't I don't necessarily want to fuck with this landing too much. I hope okay. you don't mind me kiboshing that idea. No, I kind of no. want to get us to actually open up to where we're supposed to open because, like, thinking about it, making this airship thing a thing, we might take an entire episode doing that. Yeah, so, like, not. I kind of want to like roll it back a little bit if you're cool with that. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yes. I mean, I feel like if we're gonna crash, let's just let's just crash. Let's just so crash. We're not so gonna I'm gonna go back from this. Is just you know, sort of a series of beats, right? right. You're the head chicken. Unless chick anybody really has it. anything that they want to prepare, I guess. No, no, I think that let's just let's just let it let's okay. just let it run its course. Okay. okay? So we kind of start by you guys looking on helplessly as the controls in this thing are going completely haywire because its means of stabilization are no longer you know a part of it. They're looping. They're tripping. Right. And there's like a beat, and then you're much closer to the ground, and you can see that uh, you guys are heading towards like ocean, but not far from the shore on the other side of the mountain oh. where Teldoria was. Water landing's probably safer than just into mountain. Right. But, <laughs> uh, and then there's another beat, and you guys are like very close to the surface. Like you're about to hit the water. You're maybe a mile away from shore. Mm-hmm. More and then crying. Yeah, emotional. Yeah, you probably don't even have time to think. It's just, just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess 20 Panicking. seconds, if you think about it, right? It'd probably take about 20 seconds for you guys to hit the ground. Right. That's enough time to contemplate that you're falling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and probably frantically reach for controls. You can even see that Mr. Black is trying frantically to like pilot this thing, right? Because he's still with you guys, too. He was the one in the helm of this thing. And you can see that uh, he's beginning to like just kind of brace himself. He sort of he sort of like puts his like sort of hand in front of his face, and you can see you know like the the scythe appear, and he tries to cut a hole in reality to step through. Uh, and but then it's just black as you hit the water. Another flash you get of consciousness. Like the guys. color black, or it's just him. Like no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Good catch. Uh, so, no, black is in, like, you guys, like, blackout. Oh. The impact Naked on. knocked you out. Got it. So we had a beat of consciousness. You guys are underwater. The parts of this thing are sort of floating around. It's mainly intact, but this is just the whole front of this thing has been just, I mean, obliterated. Yeah. Are we still and, in our armor? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, some of you are sinking. Some of you are, you know, just sort of being propelled, like you're just kind of seeing the blue... You know, and just sort of sinking deeper, and then another flash of consciousness. And you can hear voices, and you feel yourself being dragged onto a shore, but like you can barely move your limbs, like you're just like numb, like maybe like clinging to life. 
another flash and you see the inside of a room um, your companions laying beside you and across from you in, in different sort of makeshift beds uh, and what appears to be some you know someone sort of like in, in armor sort of pacing presiding over you guys with a few different um, like folks in robes another flash of consciousness and Paradil. You open your eyes. Blink. Blunk. You feel. <laughs> that was one one at a time. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> you feel incredibly ill. Incredibly, very weak. Like exhausted. Like every like the every muscle in your body aches. Ooh, every muscle in my body aches. I would like actually everybody right now besides uh, zero uh, to reduce their <coughs> HP total to one. Fantastic. Well, you know what, Fran? I'd like you to do some things too, but... Why did not just <laughs> grease mine? <laughs> Current HP total to one? Yes. Okay. That's not good. I mean, you. no. Mm-hmm. I'm not comf. Was everybody else Good yeah, news. aware of that? I kept my healing spells equipped, so... <laughs> so did I. Parado, <laughs> what do you do as you were sort of are the first person to be opening your eyes? You can see that your companions are all laying like, around you. Mr. Black is not in uh, among the company of, of your party. It is just the group of you. Felix is also here. Um, so I... I sort of pat myself. See, I'm seeing like what am I? Am I still wearing my armor? Do I still have like my no, weapons on? No, you're me? actually wearing um, very plain, a very plain gown. Yeah. Yeah. No brooch or anything. No. No earrings. No. Okay. Does he have his headband? Yeah. Do I have my headband? Uh, there's definitely something wrapped around your head. Okay. Um. What What do I see as I I'm laying on my back? Yes. And what do I see as I look up? Like into the ceiling? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looks like it's like sort of stone carved like archways that kind of meet at a point in the ceiling. It's all like, you know, sort of like a wood ceiling with this, with these like, you know, like big giant uh, support beams, but it's stone kind of like all, all around it, like, you know, in the walls around you. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I restrained at all? No, you are not okay. restrained. Uh, I sit up and look around the room. Yeah. So minus your com- companion sort of laying... In, in different beds, like very, you know, not far from you. Mm-hmm. Um, Manservant is in a full body cast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And poor manservant. <laughs> I fucked up. I can never remember which one I I, I mentally tortured. Oh, of uh, Franz. It was the Franz. minstrel. Yeah. Did he Who ever is come missing? Back? Yeah, he never no, came no, back. No, no, no. He came back, yeah. and that was Hans his choir, and he came back, you know, crashing into the. Oh, you're yeah. right. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um, no. <laughs> Franz, the soother, the, his bard, uh, minstrel, more like, sorry. Strumpet? Uh, he's not with the group? Is not among those of your group in this room. Oh, no. Hans, uh, is, is, uh, un- is unconscious. You can see that his, his, ar- his both of his arms are in, in casts. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just, like, crush my retainers when we yep. landed? I'm, I'm guessing that's exactly what it, They both came to you, wrapped themselves around you. Made a little Jarrell cocoon. Is that what I in the full body cast, and you just broke the arms yeah. of the one that landed on top of you. They did, a like, a two-person Groot per- protective ball. <laughs> <laughs> Jarrell must survive. W- oh, was Franz in that ball? 
We don't know. Oh no! no I, I envision <laughs> Franz probably got like smushed by an unsecured Footlocker. I mean, <laughs> and that's all you can do is speculate because the details of the event are a little hazy. Yeah. It all happens so fast. Peridot, it's starting to kind of come back to you that like just like what happened uh, before you ended up here. You know, with Zvekna essentially swallowing the city of Tarantis in like some big magical bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, it barely got out. Yeah, careened through the air. Right. As crashing, and then tumbling around the, you know, the the, the whatever the cab of the thing. Right. Um, the helm of it. Yeah, and it's just like, you. It's it's, you have no idea how long it's been. You don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. Um. But one other thing you notice, you know, um, besides the people in, in the beds, mm-hmm. is there there it does appear to be still that that like sort of it, it's, it looks like you know very ornately armored man with these two um, people in plain robes sort of walking with him. His back is towards you. He's kind of walking down a little further out into the room. That's more where like the general's retainers are. Um, Mord is laid on the other side of them. Um, can I call out to them? Uh, yeah, you can you can attempt to speak. Yeah. All right, I attempt to say, hey. Um, uh, uh, what, what, what's going on? Um, the, 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 Where am I? The larger, like, armored man kind of turns around and he says, oh, and he can sort of, you see him sort of whisper something to the two, um, like, plain-clothed individuals next to him, and they scurry out of the room and he begins walking towards you. Okay, I sort of right, sit, just... sit more upright. Right. I'm on guard as he's, uh, as he's approaching me. He comes up to you and he says, You! Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Where am I? How did I get here? This is long story. It seems like I got some time. Let's, let's, uh... <laughs> let's put a pen to paper. <laughs> I am not the one who's going to be asking questions. Not doing a good job so far. Because... There are some people who want to speak to you about what happens. Do you remember what happened to you? Can I get something to eat first? Yes, yes, of course. I, I, I apologize. It's just there's. And can you tell me where I am and how is, I got here, please? We pulled you from the water in your weird flying ship, and uh, then and then magic just is 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 went away. Magic went away. Is a hard thing to describe. It's still okay. So it's still here, but it's not like here. Here, it's it's different. All right, give me a sandwich now. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm done listening to you. Uh, I should probably tell you. All of you here are being blamed for the loss of magic. Does that preclude me from getting a sandwich? I am saying that (laughs) in the time it takes me to go get you a sandwich, you may be carried away by the authorities. Well, I guess you better hurry up then. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me an intimidation at disadvantage. Um, It's a five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he looks at your bandaged up, bandaged up head, and sort of you're just you're you're very like your body and just like you know, being like you know, like you just woke up from like you know a coma. 
uh, and he just walks away. Are any of us awake yet? Yeah, you guys start. Did you guys, catch the, all the, that? a lot of the. I mean, the, the the noise of the discussion began to stir. Okay. Um, all of you. In fact, you know what? Just to see who knows what and who's more aware of what. Everyone, just give me perception checks, except for Paradel. Jarrell is like super perceptive all the time, so this is gonna go great. Three. <laughs> Respectable eleven. Hey, nobody Not saw this coming. What? <laughs> 17. No. <laughs> 10. Okay, so Hoblet heard all of that. The rest of you just heard a lot of shouting. All right. Well, not yeah. shouting, but more like, you wah, know, wah, talking wah, about wah. a sandwich. Gruff dialogue. Snark- <laughs> snarky tones. Um, all of you feel god-awful as you're stirring awake. I mean, like, literally, like, you're, like, you're, like your muscles and your bones are just, like, on fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit up just... Am I next to Peridot, maybe, or near him? Um, uh, yeah, wait, wait, I'll put you next to Peridot. Okay. I'm just going to give him a look. What a twat that guy was. Seriously? I could go for a sandwich, too. <laughs> Tell me about it. Just call a guy going to get him a sandwich a twat? I'm going to give you guys this. Get the sandwich. He just I don't laughed. think he's going to get the sandwich at all. He just He's out of here. I'm going to give you guys a moment to... We're going to sort of yada, yada, something like you guys are starting to discuss amongst yourselves just for a second. You know, there's, there's a lull here at least. Maybe like this Peridot explains like, you know, what's going on or you guys are starting to f- sort of get to your bearings. I would like Can to do I something. ask you a question? Yeah. I have some advantages to poisons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Am I still feeling bad? You're not poisoned. Yeah, okay. we're just badly beaten. Okay. <laughs> you just, you know, crashed... And maybe yeah, we fell in a skid. thing from like probably a few hundred feet in the air. Now, Jarrell, not having really perceived what Paradilla was talking about, would like to try to use aid. You can try to use aid. Okay. Um, what happens? Because I didn't catch that whole, with you know, my three roll. You, right now... While you feel that you are still connected to the divine power that you possess, feel strangely like you feel like what like if you're trying to cast a spell, mm-hmm. there's something. It feels different. Just not right about whatever is usually supposed to happen when I cast it, aid. Just like like you, the way it courses through you, the way that it, like. You know, like the way that you even like summon forth the energy just feels like this is like you know it's like it's like you, it's like when your muscle memory is disturbed by something that is not you know what I'm saying part of yeah right. Am I able to do it? Does it work? It does work. Okay. Do I still expend just a second level spell slot? Yes, it right. still operates exactly the same way. You successfully cast eight, but it felt weird. All right, um, Quinn, uh, Morton, Paradil. You guys get five HP back. Nice. Is it temporary um, HP or is it HP? Uh, for the duration, it's eight hours. It's temporary. Oh, yeah, so it's temporary. temporary HP. Yeah. Yeah. It goes away after eight hours, but you have it right now. Yeah, a little, little cushion. Great. I want to cut the camera for a second. Zero. Last time we left you, you were at the keep having just been beamed down 
by Valen after completing something with her. Looking all... Yeah. It's a very different Zero that's come back. Right. Hang on, let me get everything in focus. Set up with the camera. Yeah. So we're <laughs> sort of back in sort of the... Okay, everything. I got it. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Zero at the keep? Back at the keep, we're gonna. You're even gonna see a little thing flash in front of the frame of the camera, one month earlier. Oh. Zero shows up at the keep to find the basement in flames. The interns, um, scattered, you know, trying to put out the flames, and while also figure realizing that Zero, uh, a looks more, way more badass than he did when he left you, if that was even possible. And is very angry, but also, like, oddly surprised and happy to see this random teenager that popped out of the portal you just closed. Interns. Oh, Basha's here. And <laughs> Hi, Basha. Minus, right. minus <laughs> Spanx. Spanx is not here. Spanx is not here. <laughs> We're going to sort of, like, you kind of, like, like, Zero's sort of dealing with this whole situation... Like yelling at you at the interns, just like trying to figure it out. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the job works now, remember? Right. (laughs) Yeah, but did it work three months ago? (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) I don't think it did. I think it just only recently started working. And then there is, uh, you know, like after the flames are put out, you know, you guys kind of get back to your things. Like, you know, Zero starts taking over, taking charge of everything. Life is normal for a few days, right? You guys are just hanging out doing your thing and then we'll say about three days later there's a knock at the door well zero will go to the door because he can't count on anybody else to actually get it done no stenton might be nearby (laughs) (laughs) just like watching because he wants to know how to do things right jobs yeah he's Chubbs is in the background, just giving a thousand yards there at the door. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly backing up. (laughs) Like he's there long enough to watch Zero go and answer the door. Doors have wronged this man in the past. Into the darkness. Just keep backing up slowly and further. Sure, sure. Uh, Zero, you answer the (laughs) door. And Zero opens the door. Right. Um, Outside the door is none other... Then Baroness Anisterion and a company of her royal guard. Her very self. Uh, Captain Kip. Just, remember, mm. she just goes by a different name now. The dirty days. lady cop. Jarrell's employer. <laughs> she says, Zero. What brings you here, my ladyship? Terrible things my friend. You're looking different. We need to talk about this another time. You understand that with my adventuring company, terrible is a sliding scale. No. This is this is beyond anything that you're fantastic. And she sort of really forces herself to say the word because she knows that she. you can see that her company is listening, and to them, you are the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh. Yeah. So she is trying to make sure, you can tell, she is strained when she is saying these words. She's trying to yeah. uphold the veneer. Right. Your fantastic band of do-gooders. 
He nods in polite acknowledgement, both of what she's saying out loud for them, but also, you know, acknowledging that she's right on the money with what she's trying to hide from them, too. Right. Have found themselves in... Well... I need you to collect your things and come with me. Absolutely. I'll be ready in about an hour. Okay. And so, Zero, you're aware that also the last time you spoke to your party, they were dealing with it, something in Tarantis because they were asking you, like, well, sorry, they were talking to you through Valen about what you saw through the orb. Oh, oh, did Zero see the event through the orb? No, probably not. He did we not. Had, we had, yeah. yeah, had him all in However, the you did notice that um, it, it just felt like something changed, but you couldn't put your finger on it because, like, while you may have, you know, had this sort of connection with Valen, like, you came back. You're here. You're back yeah. in the material plane, and you're still very much just... A material yeah. being. You're made of like magic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's an adjustment period here yes. where just kind of staying outside of the world, even if it was here at the keep, outside of the outside world for a while to adjust to some pretty significant things that have happened here. Right. So Kip, sorry, Baron her baronessness. <laughs> um DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, says something awful has happened in Tarantis and I don't know if your friends are safe make it a half hour okay they, you get you get yourself ready and like you are escorted out and like when you get to Aralon you are yeah. like the the party of of uh, sort of of guards and and, and and infantrymen grows as you as, as they begin the ride to the uh, to the west, all the way from Erlon, all the way towards Tarantis. Uh, zero, so zero is making this trip, riding a recently refurbished and rebuilt zero point five. Awesome. You bring any of the interns which is with you? Now, Does it have a head this time? Uh, 0. 0.5, yeah, has a head, which look it looks approximately like a horse, except that it's like Ferrari candy apple red. <laughs> Excellent. And robotic. Yes, and robotic. But, you know, the shape in the locomotion is a pretty good approximation of a horse except that this one can handle you know carrying my 550 pound ass does right. it shoot lasers no but it's red so it goes faster yeah the bullet holes are for speed so <laughs> also <laughs> god damn it I like how you were diving. I was watching that whole thing set up. Fran was so serious <laughs> that was the best part of that whole engagement Really, just <laughs> killing my uh, my flow here. I'm just kidding. Um, along the ride and the journey, because this is just going to take some time. There's some things worth noting. We're going to kind of sort of fast forward through this and just yeah. kind of give you the skinny here. Kip begins to explain to you that um, 
something has changed with magic. The, 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 the local, like the kingdom, like wizards have reported as much. And they, and that Tarantis is gone. But she just keeps saying it's gone. And I'm going to have you roll me an insight check just to yeah. kind of see what, if you're going to be prepared for what you see or not. Is an eight. Okay, so you think that she's like it's gone, as in like it's been like lev- it's been like raised, or like yeah. it's been lost, or you know something like that, yeah. right? Um, you notice that the trains are no longer running as you ride uh, in the highlands near the Grey Citadel, because uh, you're kind of having to make yeah. your way around now the Grand Escarpment because yeah. the trains are like not functioning. Yeah. And at this point, Zero's really thankful for the rickshaw-style cart full of equipment that he's hauling behind him. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have minded carrying if he got to ride a train most of the way, but he's really happy he doesn't have to have all this shit on his shoulders right now. Yes. Can I ask a question? Um, is there any uh, lack of functioning in any of uh, uh, Zero's facilities? No. I, I was trying to sort of say that earlier, too. It's like he he may have felt that something's different because he's made of, like, you know, like he's he is an enchanted sort of, you know, like magical construct. Right. Um, but while things feel a little like there was like an adjustment period, he, was not, he wasn't really sure if that was just coming back from the, like back to the prime material plane from wherever the hell he was before. Right. Or if something is different yeah. here. If anything, Zero is a little more lively than he was before. Right. Interesting. Um... And so, as you get closer to where Tarantis is, you know, you, like you start to notice that as you start to sort of crossing over the hills and things like that to like where that you know the big like valley area where Tarantis would be, there is just like a, a crater with a big hole, at the center of it. Or by I'm sorry, by by the water, you can see that actually water is starting to pour in from the bay and sort of create a whirlpool, like in this area. That's inconvenient. And that's where the ley line used to be. Um, for those of you who don't know where the ley line is, it is a source, a, a sort of a source of magic in a world. Uh, like a vein of magic that you draw power from. And that, you know, it's kind of hard to explain where it comes from. It's just something generated by the, you know, within the planet, within the weave. It's just this yeah. you know, very mysterious yeah. thing. And Tarant so, is sort of like the main vein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by far the largest ley convergence in the safe world. Right. So it was like the carotid artery? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she, like, kind of, Kip is sort of like riding with you and talking to you, and she says that we ride for Dragonport. Your allies, my sources say, are being held in a medical treatment facility there in the city. Uh, waiting for them to essentially wake up, uh, and they're going to be interrogated. Wait, in which city? Dragonport. In Dragonport, okay. In the Derekin Protectorate. All right, so we went west a little ways. Yeah, we went. You've gone past Tarantis and are continuing yeah. to ride to the other peninsula. Uh, this has, you know, been a several-day journey and whatnot. Yeah. So we're going to sort of start to sync, to sync the timelines here a little bit. So you're starting to ride into Dragonport, this gigantic, sprawling port city. I mean, everything is meticulously crafted here. Even some of the buildings have been gilded in sort of like, you know, art, you know, like very like artist, like artisanal ways uh, to sort of accentuate some of the features and the uh, the architecture of like this this historic region. 
um, you know zero just from some of the basic programming history and whatnot that you you know were given when you were built at the project is that this is a you know very bureaucratic town uh, with also probably one of the most fierce militaries in the world so they're just very like they're, they're very lawful like by the book kind of group oh, to a fault you know what I mean fierce warriors but my god there's so much paperwork kind of people um, and we're going to kind of have your caravan instead of riding into the city and we're going to cut the camera back to the room that the party is in Jarrell is spoon feeding manservant what are you spoon feeding him? Like applesauce. There's no applesauce in here. There's actually a surprising lack of provisions in here. There's no food. <laughs> no. Not even like bread and milk. Um, <laughs> oh well. I guess I'm pretending to spoon feed. I don't know. <laughs> now, does Mort still have his gem? You have none of your things. None of my things. Not even. Like my orb, my no. gem, my None magical, of your effects. You're effectless. No. It's gone. So my father's dagger is missing. Correct. I am so in, is Trixie. Right. We're I all am, at a loss. Absolutely. Okay? Don't be a dick. Everybody lost something. I am not consolable by how wildly... Have you just been wailing in the corner this whole time? Hysterical. Is any of if anything is anything that you're saying intelligible? No, because that is something, <laughs> that's something that How I've had my entire. I've never let that out of my sight. You're ugly crying. Years. I, I'm not even. I'm barely breathing. <laughs> oh, like hyperventilating. <laughs> oh God. Mort is going through periods of consciousness like and unconsciousness. <laughs> if anyone has the calm it's emotion spell, hysterical. that would be perfect right now. Uh, or just put me to sleep. Yeah. If Black silence, were here, though. he'd have a few uh, scrolls of calm emotions. Oh yeah. Okay. Black have, is not here. No. Black is not here. He's no. not okay. here. He, no. he bounced immediately. He oh. generally carries three scrolls of calm emotion in a cigarette case in his breast pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So when you described him tearing a hole through reality, he was successful. Yes. It would appear oh, okay. so. Yeah, he got, yeah. he seemed like... As far there was as no extra know. bed in this room. Okay. Right. Either that happened or something else happened. Right. <laughs> TBD. Like, he didn't and he was killed. Hmm. Which we know wouldn't really stop him anyway at this point. What, death? Yeah. <laughs> he, he is death. Right. Do what he wants. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't get to stop himself. He wanted to keep that body, so he tried to leave. It's pretty <laughs> much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> One of the simple pleasures in my life is the look on a coroner's face when you kick your way out of the cooler. <laughs> cool. Um, so then if... Mort is just wailing the entire time. Jarrell definitely has cotton in his ears. <laughs> yeah, my entire don't even, life. You don't even try to console him. You just put cotton in your ears. Oh. I, I, no. Um, yeah. I'm wow. trying to console my manservant yeah. <laughs> body cat. Yeah, Basically, true. my entire life has been ruined right. in, in this series of events. It's probably like, been a couple days. That was days. the last thing your father yeah. left you. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's the, your life. and that's like, what's made, cool. what makes me magical. I'm pretty much rendered useless without it. You're still magical, yeah. but not right. nearly. Yeah. As but that's like that was a source of a, right. a true amount of power for you. And 
my ego is also made out of porcelain, so not feeling yeah. like I have anything to offer. But did you not take in this situation. also the part where they're convinced that you kind of destroyed half of the civilized world? <laughs> that that too. That's not even crossing my mind right now. <laughs> did you okay. make any neat outfit out of the uh, with the robes that they gave you? He hasn't had time because uh-huh. at this moment, the door busts open to this room. Hooray! And a gaggle of heavily armored soldiers bearing the Derekine Protectorate colors and shields. So they're geese? I was just there. Are they, are they honking right now? <laughs> this is you only going just... to make it worse. You're just making it worse. You're so just making it worse. That's the, that's well, the sound oh. their armor makes when they come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know that in addition to like frog people in this universe, there are also goose people. You know what? Yeah, they're all Aurora actually. Because <laughs> that is a real race in the D&D world. Fantastic. They are all gigantic birds. Oh, wow. Have y'all heard about the word? That's They're just speaking avian, you know? <laughs> Canadian so, geese. Yeah. And none of you speak avian, so eh? you don't even know what they say. They're just honking at us. Yeah. But they have like goofy goose heads. More, I'd say I'd, I'd liken it more to that they're much more feathered. You know what I'm saying? Like like, like an emu, Ooh. or just a feathered goose. Okay. Yeah, feathered. sure. You know what? A boiled goose. <laughs> I'm gonna make you do this. Is it obvious to us that they are quacking at each other, honking? More of a honk. Honking. Yeah. Honk, honk. No. It looks, it looks more like they're saying something as they are marching in formation into the room. Well, they're geese. Of course, they're in formation. How much of a pain in the ass do I want to be? You want to be a pain in the ass. (laughs) They're they're Aurora. It's been a while. Let's get it right. It has been a while. One person sort of marches to the front of this line. They've sort of kind of created a, uh, you know, sort of like a hallway of like just, you know what I'm saying? Like for the the, uh, commander to enter. So when you say person, you mean goose. No, no, this person now that's oh, coming, it's, walking it's human. up is human. Yeah. He is bald. He has a, gi- he has a gigantic beard. Um, mm. Standing about five foot eight. He's not like terribly tall. He's just, you know, about average height or whatever, right? And you see he's got, you know, on his armor, just like all these metals pinned, right? He looks very proper. It's His armor is very polished and like, you know, everything's sort of neatly arranged, like the little like sort of like uh, cape that he drapes over his shoulders. So it's like the nature of this guy's appearance is sort of military royalty yes. or? More like he's, he's <clears throat> Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> he's in his show off armor. Okay. Right. His dress uniform. Yes. His dress armor. It's very much armor. Got it. Um, and he sort of walks to the front of the group. He looks at all of you in, you know, your beds. You know, sort of, sort of s- s- struggling to be awake. Jarrell, find just you know, c- caressing and or consoling his his broken um, retainers. And he says, "Good, you're all up. You're all coming with us. You need to answer some questions. I need a sandwich." What? What does it take for Quinn to stand up? Can I just stand I'm up? Waiting on a gentleman who's gonna bring me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the softer approach there might. Work. He says, "Shut your mouth." Well, where's the waiter? If oh, 
he he just kind of he points at one of them and he starts clucking at them like in, like in, in you know in in that language. Oh. And one of them comes over and just like sort of smacks you and knocks you unconscious. That's not nice. Grabs him off the bed and begins to just like sort of walking him um, towards right. the door. So Quinn steps up to the commander. Mm-hmm. Lord Captain Quinn Southwind, at your service. How can we be of service to you? You can start by answering some questions. Get your shit together and walk out that door. Absolutely. There will be refreshments. Great. (laughs) (laughs) He He seemed very... Like, like he seemed a little defeated as he said that he kind of whispered that to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because of your politeness and your candor. Jarl's tired. Um, he gets up. He heard there will be refreshments. He starts walking out the door. Yes, so why did I right. get knocked out? Because you were belligerent. You were I wasn't. <laughs> I was asking questions. You were being a little belligerent. I was fine, and bit. you know it. <laughs> We've seen belligerent. Your whole court's out of order. <laughs> we are humbled by your gratitude. Once Peridol wakes up, he's putting this whole system on trial. That's right. <laughs> Does everybody start to get up and start, like, maybe cooperating? Yes. Mort is now spirit broken. He's now no longer hysterically crying. He's reached a point of just... A shell of a man. A shell, but, <laughs> but almost psychotic and, uh, and, just, and just murmuring. He stands up, salutes the... Um, he says, Goose Leader, I will do anything that you need. Uh, sir, just, just tell me where to go. I'm all yours. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll follow you to the depths of hell. I'm, I'm, and he just starts walking, rambling. I'll, just, I'll go anywhere with you. you. Just follow me into the hall and I'll go anywhere with you. He doesn't even have a chance to shout at you. He's just, what is wrong with that boy? You're all guilty. I knew it. You're all guilty. That man's crazy. Get out of here. Get your shit. Get out. Oh, You're already gone. You've already walked away. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Peridol being dragged at this point? Um, you'll find out. All right. Hoblet, are you cooperating? <laughs> Take Quinn's lead, dude. Yeah, but... <laughs> you know what? You've grown. I'm You've grown as a person. To... <laughs> Has he? This is because like the last like year or so is really only like uh, a blip in time for a dwarf, right? Um. So who's so who's still in the room now? Just you. Just, just, Jarell, just right? you. Oh, no, I I walked oh, right, right out right. when I heard refreshments. Yeah. How many? How many of them are still in the room? How many of the soldiers are still in the room? All of them. There's more outside. So they're not. Oh, okay. Um, he's just—he's just gonna stand there for a minute. Just You're just for gonna a minute, just for a minute. I'm not gonna do anything wrong. Just looking. I'm just gonna give. <laughs> I'm just gonna give. You know what? Mm-hmm. You giving him all the eye? What's my gown like? Can you just <laughs> How well, dirty is it already? It's brown. Where are we going? <laughs> it is brown. <laughs> you're brown not gown? sure if you're not sure if that's just the Long fabric. Sleeve? Uh cut off sleeves. 
Okay, cut off sleeves. And like is a little, it, maybe like, you know, just like a little bit is of... Is it pants on the top or is it all... No, it's rope? a one piece, little like hempen rope sort of tying around the waist, you know, so that it doesn't like just start flapping and flying everywhere. But it's just like a long garment. Like a mix between a hospital gown and monk's robes. Pretty much. With decorative flame stitching. No. No? <laughs> Very no. plain. Very plain. Like this is low budget shit. Uh yeah, you can't get that for cheap. No. It's got to be done by hand. Right, exactly. I mean, like, why would they spend that kind of money on you guys? Just give you a potato sack. Um, I'm going to... Staring down the... Maybe staring down is a bit aggressive. Looking at the leader of the pack, mm-hmm. Hoblet is going to tear at his garment above... The waist. Uh huh. Uh, Are you trying to seduce him? No. And <laughs> Show him some nip. What I'm showing him is scars that I have. Uh huh. And I'm going to tell him, these scars are my badges, and I earned them fighting so men like you could wear those silly badges. And then I'm going to start walking up the aisle. You see him kind of put his tongue in his cheek, and uh, as he. As you kind of re- kind of cross paths, like so, you're like you were kind of walking right next to him. He kind of just kind of puts his arm up, you know, and just kind of stops you, right? Just kind of like you know, like, you know, just like. I can't see Hoblet liking that at all. I'm gonna look up. You got something to say, son? You see him. He is grinning like ear to ear, and he says. I'm going to start with you. And he uh, casts Hold Person. I would like for you to... uh, Well, first I'm going to roll something before you do that. He successfully casts Hold Person. And I need you to make me... I think it is... If I remember correctly... Is it a deck save? I gotta look it up now. I forgot. You I have wisdom never save. said that I out loud. Person. I think it's a deck save. I think it's a deck it's save. It's a wisdom it's save. It's a wisdom oh. save. Make that whiz save. That makes sense, because it's magic. Oh, uh, saves are up at the top, right? Uh-huh. Plus eight to wisdom, fucker. Mm-hmm. 23. You resist the hold person. And he says, oh, we're going to make this difficult, huh? Ha, I'm... Competing strength huh. checks, please. Oh, shit. Greco-Roman! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this guy wants to tussle... Roll for body oil? <laughs> <laughs> That's only on a... Guided strike is only on an attack roll, correct? correct? The rest of us are gone, correct? Yes. Yeah. 14. 24. It's because I rolled shitty, not because he's strong. (laughs) (laughs) He spins you around and takes the dimensional shackles that you had in your possession and shackles you with them. (laughs) Good luck getting out of those. There's no getting out of those, I know. I... You feel a, a, a slight bop against the back of your head. You lose one hit point and are unconscious. Uh, I didn't heal you. Um, quick question. Mm-hmm. 
in my up close encounter with this fine upstanding man we've met, mm-hmm. did I catch a name tag name when I got up close to him? Is he did going I, on your is list? He wearing, <laughs> is you he know wearing what? a name? You know what? Because uh, I'd much like to know the name of this gentleman. Sure. I will give you uh, the last name. Badgerson. Badgerson. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's not like Duckington. Badgerson. Badgerson. Gooseman. And this was all all because they knocked Paradil out for a sandwich. I would have (laughs) complied, except he got fresh with my boy. And Jarrell is eating a sandwich in the other room next to Paradil. Zero. Just grinning at his his unconscious body. I mean, I would just lay on hands. It's like I saw you. Zero. We're going to cut the camera back to you. You are now, uh, at this point, have been sort of dropped off at the um, the courthouse and holding facility that's uh, towards the um, the harbor area of Dragonport. You begin to see a procession, a military procession coming by as you are fi- filling out intake form I-296, which is, a, is the third in a series of 10 forms you have to fill out as you are entering this facility to register yourself as a visitor and, uh, you know, as a, you know, what would your citizen, you have to, you, you're having a really hard time answering some of the questions. Does he have to fill out a D20? Just because, like, date of birth for you is a little weird In to triplicate. explain. Yeah. I so, mean, some of the details are a little difficult, but this guy was a scientific researcher. Ah, Paperwork? Okay. He knows paperwork. Right, right. Fair it's enough. just, it's 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 a bit arduous. So, like, you know, as, but as you're filling it out, this military procession kind of walks in. You see them, the two people in the front of the, and it's, like, you know, all the Aurora, like, sort of soldiers, right, with these, like, big shields. <laughs> dragging an unconscious paradil and an unconscious hoblet in the front towards the back of the, this, this like, sort of... Um, main entry hall like that you were in with like some like the the, the, the the clerk's boots and things like that right it's like you know sort of intake processing things here at the courthouse yeah they're taking him back to the 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 holding center and you see them kind of go like down a flight of stairs and away also and, um speaking of uh, tedious paperwork and nonsense bureaucracy mm-hmm. uh we haven't seen felix yet have we <laughs> oh yeah i forgot to address him he complied and is going along with the Derekine Protectorate. So and Felix is, and Jarrell are eating sandwiches. And he is marching uh, with Quinn? you guys. And Quinn. And crying more. No, no longer no. crying more. <laughs> Felix didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. He quietly got up and marched out. He doesn't look, he just looks like crestfallen. Yeah. You know why? Mm. I know why. Everyone knows why. Because he doesn't have a plan. He doesn't have anything to say. Because he doesn't have a plan. You're like a dick today. <laughs> You're unconscious, so he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you can tell something snarky is going on in his unconscious brain, though. Right. <laughs> of course. He's chuckling. But side eye. Zero. Following behind them are the rest of your companions. You guys see Zero here filling out paperwork. Except for Peridol. You, you, you kind of guys like yeah. you kind of like lock eyes as you're being marched towards the holding center, sort of like that kind of, you know, like. Just kind of watching him walk past, and you guys, you know, just, you know, yeah. but there's not really any time for exchange of words yeah. unless someone Jarrell shouts waves. something you wave. Yeah. <laughs> zero nods. And zero is definitely a different looking zero from the last yeah. time you and saw these, him. And these fellas look like they've seen better days. Yeah. Is Kip still a zero? Kip is, uh, has left him here. She left you instructions to, she would be in town for the next few days. 
um, just to kind of see how things shake out. If you also need someone to vouch for you, that she can yeah. speak to your excellent character. Yeah. Because these are dire times, yeah. as we all. And yeah, we were more or less operating under the uh, under the auspices of, or at least with the support of the Kingdom of Bash. So Kingdom she's of also Vesh. here to yeah. make sure that there is no blowback. Yeah. And any wars started as a result of yeah. your brazen actions. Because at least at some level, we were operating in an official capacity. We, and by we, I mean you guys, were the operating of- in an official capacity. Official, unofficial. Yeah. Right. Privateers, Yeah. As With the favor of a certain yeah. kingdom. The right. letter of Mark. Like, it's like the assistant to the regional manager. It's like, it's not, you know. Yeah, but you're still go. responsible. Right. <laughs> Michael's out. Jim's in charge. So, um... At this point, the all of you are sort of brought into a room. You're all put into different cells in uh, that. So there's, there's sort of these like cages almost, right? Uh, but there's enough room for you to sit and you know sort of like have at least some room to like move yourselves around. But you're all put into the same room, and like all of these cages are sort of arranged in a circle. And there is a long table here with what appears to be some sort of cloth draped in the back as well. Okay. Um, sort of behind the table. Um, they ask you... Those, the two that are unconscious go into, this, into these cells and the doors are locked. The remainder of you, except for actually Mord because he was hysterical, also locked cell. <laughs> yeah, I'm manic Mord at this point. Right. Felix, Jarrell, and Quinn are placed in two cells with the doors left open. So you're able to just sit, face the person you are going to be eventually speaking to, it seems, but with the sort of modicum of freedom, right, that you've maybe earned so far. Okay? You're marched in, you're sat down, and... um, a few moments later, um, you see some people kind of scurry in with like a another like table, like a small, like small, like maybe two by four table, and put a chair down behind it. And then you see two people, these like two sort of I don't know, they're just sort of wearing like you know for formal like business wear, right? Just sort of guiding guiding Zero into the room, like right right, right over here, Mister. Uh, yeah. Zero. So and now you guys can kind of see Zero as he's walking in. He's wearing a similar coat like the lab coat he had earlier, except one, it's open at the chest, like about six inches the whole way down. And uh, But it's like fused, right? Like it's like fused yeah, open it's like fused. that? Yeah, so it's, it's like it's still, you can't close it. <laughs> yeah, it's still white on the outside, but the inner liner of it is almost like a red velvet. He's also wearing bright red pants to go with that. But then it's like he's shirtless. You can see him like um, the mahogany tone he was earlier. But now it's inlaid with a whole lot of intricate brass work all over, sort of like tattoos. Huh. Zero, you look fantastic. Uh, and the collar of his jacket is higher, like kind of a Doctor Strange sort of high up all around. Super high collar. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Like some anime collar going But it's like, there. it's all just like metal, right? It's plate yeah. armor. So yeah. it's just like, it's just arranged and like and, and built in that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
And so he rolls in and I guess sits down. He has wheels too? <laughs> yes, but those come extra. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're outside as part of the rickshaw cart right now. He's got uh-huh. one of those inline skate shoes, what are those called? So oh, he just sort of Heelys. barrel rolls in. Heelys. There we go. He's got a pair of Heelys on. More of a, more of a mechanical saunter. Okay. <laughs> and you guys sort of wait here a beat. And then moments later, um, your boy, uh, hold on, I got to make sure I have the name of the other person. Badgerson. So. Yeah, hold on. So Badgerson enters the room. And following behind him, there is someone who appears to be in holy vestments, but like really nice. Like they're like, it's almost like this is, this is sort of like a, like it's sort of like a, it's, it's, it's vestments that even like they, these robes that are buttoned at the center a little bit, just to kind of like, it just kind of makes them have a little flair, you know? Yeah. If it got but if it has buttons, you know, it's fancy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, My mom said. I mean, that's kind of what I'm going for here. So yeah, I'm glad you see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big button fan. And I used to be the president of my high school's button fan club. You're Were button you really? Glutton. What? Are you glutton of buttons? I'm a button glutton. Wow. Wow, we've, we've, we're here now. <laughs> I'm putting on them buttons. <laughs> Anyways. As Badgerson enters the room, he's like, all right, everybody sit down. Most of you are already sitting. We're laying. Yeah, or like unconscious. <laughs> right, the un- you guys are starting to kind of come back to at this point. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am Detective Corporal Bruce Badgerson. You, as far as I'm concerned, except for you, Mr. Weird Robot Man, are all guilty. Charges, reckless endangerment, destruction of an entire city. Hoblet is chuckling in his cell while he's listing off the charges. <laughs> you say, yeah, she says going through another rap sheet too of just like, I mean, any possible infraction that they can add on to it. The biggest one is the destruction of entire city. That's sort of the one looming. Do they have like a list all the way back to like Tamasha here and before that even? <laughs> no, <laughs> like he eventually. whole list of charges for the whole entire Actually... Conduct. Yes. <laughs> Going back a full year worth of crimes. <laughs> Can somebody please write that out? Leveling a tower. Tamasha here. Petty theft. Grand larceny. Impersonating. Menacing and threatening <laughs> to drown an individual who should have been inter- who should have been interrogated by a law enforcement official. He's still shot. It's not our fault they weren't within 200 yards. Blatant murder in front of children. And he looks at you, Hoblet. You disgust me. What was the pizza oven? He disgusts us all. Which time was this? That was back in Tamasha here. No, Zero is saying out loud, which time was this? (laughs) Tell me of your adventures, Badgerson. You don't get to ask the questions here, friendo. (laughs) Good thing you're still He's writing something down. <laughs> He's starring. At this point, even Quinn is like, ooh, no. At this point, the man in the vestments sort of like kind of starts to stand in front of Bruce Badgerson. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and put his sort of put his hand very calmly on his chest, and he's like, "Now, now, Bruce, there's no need to be crass." Is his name Alfred Pennyworth? Gentlemen, <laughs> I am Doctor Jimothy Merriweather. Jimothy, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for Jimothy. <laughs> <laughs> And I am here to preside over this investigation as a neutral third party to calm down our friend here. To and have you been offered any food and drink? We now, were offered refreshments, yes. Is Paradel conscious yet? Have you received them? Oh, no, he's them? not here. No, but your hospitality would be greatly appreciated. Bruce, my friend, kind of like turns towards, you know, this, this man who's still sitting there fuming, right? Let's... Oh, calm down. And why don't we just start from the beginning? We'll just, we'll have a casual discussion. We'll serve lunch. Everything will be fine. I'm sure there is a reasonable explanation for all of this. Does anyone respond, say anything? Are you kind of just nodding along like, yeah, yeah? I don't know if I could say it was reasonable. <laughs> Why? They're about to bring us lunch. Far beyond reason. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Yes. See, this is where we have to interject. When you say that, what do you mean? So, Gerald gets to start off, I guess. <laughs> Do you, you yourself into it. Do you honestly believe we could have single-handedly destroyed an entire city? And I'm going to roll a persuasion on that one. I'll roll on insight. You got 19. His insight is uh, actually surprisingly um, good. Okay. Uh, and I will actually say that in this case, like his insight is like, oh, okay, this man is totally telling the truth. Right. Um, okay. We I have mean, been hunting for the source of that destruction for the last how long, Quinn? But see... Months. Here's what I just... Given your history as a group and some of the actions that Bruce was so kind... I'm sorry. Corporal, this, the corporal was so kind to um, explain in detail... Extensively, most of those charges were dropped in Tamasha. I don't want. That's why don't we just um, just save it with the rebuttals and just listen to me very carefully. Can we see each other? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I am trying to give Jarrell a death stare. Mm-hmm. Pablo put his head down as soon as he started talking. <laughs> Like I'm doing, like the 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 cut on the throat. Now motion. this is a holy man, correct? It would appear so. Of yes. which church? Um, give me a perception check to see if oh. you can recognize if he's wearing a holy symbol. Eleven. It's a it's the holy symbol of Valen. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him everything. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He is gonna tell him everything. Thankfully, <laughs> this guy's gonna, gonna, gonna be clued in enough to know certain things. Right. I mean, historically. Not telling somebody everything has worked really a- against us. <laughs> now, can we tell... Maybe that... added an episode or two to so... a storyline. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're all good. Can we tell that, like, this is an actual follower or holy person 
of you, it. You would not know the difference. I would not know the difference. All I am saying is... you've interrogated that, strangers in the past. Anybody <laughs> tell if this guy is the real deal or he's just trying to fleece us to give him information. Jarrell thinks he's the real deal. Okay. <laughs> so we're going along with Jarrell. Yeah. Hopefully. We, yeah. right. He says, I need you to listen to me very carefully because the next words that leave your mouth might make the difference between you hanging in the square tomorrow and freedom. Am I awake yet? Is Peridol awake yet? Yes. Um, <laughs> Quinn's just grunting at everyone. <laughs> because, fellas, let's just be honest with ourselves. It does look rather... Dire. Rather bad, given that you... You all... Are the only survivors in the loss of Tarantis? Um, Zero wants to make a perception check also to see, uh, you know, sure. if this is Valen. I, I feel like he's got enough going on where he might sure. know. Womp, womp, four. He is wearing... All of the holy vestments. I mean, like this is this is this is. I mean, he's definitely done it up a little bit. I think yeah. this is probably because he's you know he's he's wealthy. Yeah. You know, but um, this is very much the like he's official yeah. in your eyes. Yeah, but I think there's there's certain things he'd do if he knew he very specifically that he was a cleric of Valen, which he didn't pick up probably at a four. But this guy's wearing robes, so there's some stuff he's gonna hold back on then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, like I said, yeah. nothing seems like odd. It just seems very official. Yeah. Okay. So, I think it's best if we just, just given maybe some of the hostilities that have been exchanged between some people, and at this point, Bruce interrupts, is like, they're all guilty on us anyway, give them the speech. Just hang them. Hang them already. Bruce, Bruce, my friend, you are jumping to conclusions a bit too early. Like I said, I know how all this looks, but I'm sure that if we were just to take each of you individually, ask you a few questions, we can put all of this behind us and get to what's really important here. And that's what the fuck do we do now? Can I just make a point here? If you must. I can't imagine that you found us in the best of conditions. I imagine that there was some evidence of a great struggle to escape from Tarantus. The only thing that... And I think that implies that we (laughs) we might have struggled to get out. The only thing that actually kept you within any rather modicum of safety here and not being just taken straight to jail to recover from your injuries, there happened to be a visitor here in Dragonport to describe, because there was another crisis in High Rock, and if it weren't for Shalandria, recognizing her friend here, none of you would be in the relative comfort that you were in when you awoke. You... 
made me unconscious again after I woke up from being unconscious. I did not do any of those things, and I've since talked to the individuals responsible, and he kind of looks at, you know, Corporal Bruce, and we've, we can ensure that as long as everybody cooperates, there will be no need for violence. How about my need for a fucking sandwich? <laughs> See, these hostilities are where I typically don't, um, I don't like to hold Bruce back from because you see, the fate of the world is hanging on the information that really only you have. So, so give course, me some nourishment. Quit being so GD duplicitous here. <laughs> we will bring you food when you cooperate and behave yourself. Don't you understand that the one depends on the other? And you're not putting them in the correct order? <laughs> well, I, you're see, not I need my brain to work order. right. I'm cranky. I'm hangry here. <laughs> he has like someone fetch you like it's a biscuit and a cup of coffee thank you <laughs> Quinn's kind of shocked that worked <laughs> okay so I think that it's best if we start with um, just getting some opposite sides of the story so Hoblet are we calm? <laughs> Nothing. He's just sitting in his cell. Jarrell, why don't we start with you? <laughs> and she, I'm sorry, he, and he marches Jarrell out of the room. Kraus, uh, I'm, not, I'm sorry, that was your character. Yeah. Corporal Bruce. Um, just kind of eyes all of you over again, walks out of the room, and then sends the birds in. And that's where we're going to fade to black on this episode of the Wait, Black Podcast. Or? No, just the other one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long? The new black. None of the old black. Oh. Thank you all for listening. Uh, so... This is another little cliffhanger, just a little teaser, right? Because we're going to be, you know, it's the holidays now. I'm sure everyone's going to be spending time with their families. We're going to be spending time with our families. We're going to be, you know, doing our thing. So, you know, when the next episode comes out, you get to find out, you know, just exactly uh, what comes out of this and, you know, whether Hoblet can keep his shit together enough to uh, survive. You, you know, already know the answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Spoiler alert. Probably no not. Mass. Or maybe this party will be down one character. Oh. We're not going to let him die. One <laughs> of these people will die. No, ah. I'm dead, or is he? I feel like <laughs> I was just on an episode of Scandal. <laughs> what the fuck? We can bring people back to life. So. Yeah, we could. <laughs> True. George so we could die and still be fine. Sure. On a very special episode of Hapless Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> we revivify each other for like the entire yeah, be right. great episode. So that being said, <laughs> keeps dying. If just, you sorry. if you like what you heard, you can find us on the internet, on such places as Twitter and Reddit and. All this play in Instagram, you know, just uh, we're um, at Hapless Heroes and uh, slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast. All those places point you to our Discord server, which is super cool. 
and we like hang out and like talk and like share pictures of our cats and talk about D&D and other weird things and, you know uh, just have a grand old time in there am I the only one here that doesn't have a cat probably I, I don't have a cat either okay thank you Hank's your cat Oh, makes me feel no, I mean, I Hank is your cat I that to, I love I more than you love. So, yeah, maybe Hank's my cat. <laughs> well, yeah. Shitting on the floor. <laughs> so if anyone could go into the cat fucking group and tell me how to get my cat to stop shitting on the floor right in front of the litter box like he's just fucking with me. That's why like, I the litter's don't clean. It's not like he's fucking a with cat. The litter's clean. Shit yeah. right on the floor. right, in, And it, the lip is like six inches i mean he's being a picky bitch about the litter you're the one that got the cat it's the same litter i've used no he inherited just, the cat i inherited oh, okay. the cat Let's fair enough so sorry. you want him <laughs> no i want nothing anyways, to do with the cat anyways this is just an example I don't of like some the pussy. of this is, oh <laughs> there it is on that note these are just some of the amazing discussions that we can all have together if you visit our discord server if you really, really, really like us, though, we'd love it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Mm-hmm. That would just, like, make me super happy and make my bones tingle in a weird way. Mm. All of them. <laughs> even his peen bone. <laughs> we might even read your words on the air and, like, you know, uh, you know, tell tell you to your face uh, in Radioland uh, just how awesome of a person you are. And if you really, 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 really like us, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash Heroes. We have some weird-ass rewards that if you really feel like spending your money on, we can totally give you those things. Mm-hmm. And feed us. Right. Right. Um, And thank you to all of you who are even doing that that right now and are, you know, have done that, are currently doing that. Like, you're the most amazing people in the world. We love you so fucking much. You fed us recording equipment to make the show for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you really, really like us, if you really like us, right now you like us, Sally Field, the whole deal. I mean, I know I do. I do. Uh You need to be slicing and disemboweling some protruding sheet meat made clothing closures with no other option. That's right. You need to be cutting and gutting some <laughs> jutting mutton buttons or nothing. <laughs> Good luck, Reinhardt. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh, even. It's on it. The hell just I knew. I knew when he said the the thing about the buttons earlier yeah. that he was definitely some some gears were yeah. moving. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's gonna do something crazy with buttons, and I don't know what it's gonna be. I'm trying to great. read that sentence off his sheet, and I cannot read it coherently. <laughs> it's more of a, a flowchart down and here. Some mutton buttons. No, no, you or need to be, you need to be slicing and disemboweling some protruding sheep meat made clothing closures with no other option. Right. Which is cutting and gutting some jutting mutton buttons or nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna so practice gross. that. That hurts. I think. Just, <laughs> I think. I think we've just absolute peaked. unit. Well <laughs> done. I think we've just peaked, and I think that that's where we'll leave it for 2018. Yeah, this is actually the last episode <laughs> of the Heroes podcast. Bye bye now. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, let's outro the cast though. Obviously. Oh yeah. Dave. Sorry. Dave playing zero. Good evening. John playing Jarrell. What have we gotten ourselves into now? Mass will play Mort. Ah, oh, Grundleston, I'll do whatever you want. I'll become one of your goose people. Honk, 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 That's the sound bite. I don't care if it's the end. Exactly. Massimo goes yard. Right. Zach playing Paradil. It's been a great year. James playing Hoblet. 
another person for the kill list. And Mike playing Lord Captain Quinn Southwick. Where's my biscuit and coffee? <laughs> and I'm Francesco. We'll see you next year. I love you. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Happy, Happy New Bye. Year. Goodbye.